0: So this is the real life wealth creation real life property wealth session on strategies to get your first no money down deal so as we were saying before for those that just joined we did another video that was a whole concept around how do you invest in property with none of your own money because that's what we mean when we say no money down we actually mean to invest in property
1: with none of your own
0: money money. not no money at all you know because there's always something even if it is a small 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 thing if yeah i mean do you think there is no money at all no because at the end of the day you gotta have a contract even if it's like the rent to rent yeah there's always there's always an
1: exchange of some value you know to make like a lease option work you need to exchange some monetary value to make it a legally binding contract so there's always going to be some exchange of funds and like i even think like with rents rent even if you don't have much upfront costs in regards to actually getting the deal itself you still have to maybe put some money into actually turning the unit into what you need it to be to then rent it out so if you're going to get one unit and then you're going to multiply it and turn it into like a hmo for example then you're going to have to spend some money to create a HMO out of it, to rent it out, to pay the person the money that you're doing to get it off them, but then equally make an income yourself for the term that you want to do it.
0: So here's the thing. If somebody does know there's no money down, like you, 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 you require zero of your money or anybody else's money or any money at all, then please comment. Please comment. Yeah, wherever you're watching this, wherever, wherever you may be watching this in the many different places it's going to be. And uh, yeah, I'm open to it because I don't know all the answers and um, don't believe anything I say. Definitely don't believe anything that Trisha said. <laughs> no, now, don't believe anything you say either. Yeah, but just be open. If, if you can be open in life, here's a saying, you want to write this down for yourself. When you realize you know nothing, that's when you're intelligent when you realize you know nothing, that is when you are intelligent. So get ready. This is going to be quick fire. You're going to need to write this down, write it in the comments, whatever it is, wherever it is you're watching it, because this is going to come thick and fast. These are the creative ways, the creative strategies to get your first deal using none of your own money. So look, Let's get to it. So the strategies, the things you need to consider, the things you need to get down on before you can start investing in property with no money down, or none of your own money. I'm confused now, which is which. <laughs> or what even is what is. I am not really clear anymore. I only literally just got back from Belgium about ten minutes ago.
1: Straight uh, onto business.
0: Straight in here to serve you. So is the first thing you need to consider and, and a strategy to be able to invest in properties and get your first deal with none of your own money is one of our favorites that is a joint venture partner. Now here's the basics on a great joint venture partner. A joint venture partner is somebody who can bring something to the table in this, in this situation where there's going to be a deal that you don't have, but you bring something to the table they don't have. That is the ideal first step of qualification, whether this person or people maybe, organisation is going to be a good joint venture partner for you.
1: Yeah, because you've got, so there's a couple of different ways to look at it. If you're going to do a joint venture and it's going to be a hold strategy that you're going to let out, so you're going to refinance at the end and then let the property out and keep it, You want to make sure that the joint venture person that you're going to be buying the property with is going to be somebody that you can work with on a long-term basis. So equally, as well as them bringing what you don't have and you having what they don't have, which is what marries you together. So for example, they bring money, you bring the property and time and the ability to manage the project through to completion. Yeah, so that's a really, really good match made in heaven. They've got the money, you've got time and the resource and the, and the education on how to do it properly, okay? But you could have a joint venture between you where you both put in some money and you both put in some time. So a joint venture is very unique to every single partnership that happens because that's where you do some negotiation with each other on, okay, what is each person got to bring to the table and how is this going to work? Because it's about making it work for every person involved. But if, yes, like I've just said, you're going to have a long-term hold strategy with the properties, you want to make sure that you get on the person that you've both got the exact same outcome in mind because there's no point getting into a deal with somebody where you intend to have a long-term hold strategy on a rental unit and then they want to sell it at end of year one. That's not going to correlate if you wanted to have a long-term 10-year-plus strategy for this property. So these are all things that, yeah, you might sort of get overexcited and think, While they've got the money and that's what I need from this joint venture. But equally, think about the long term. Think about the end game as well on how does this look for us on structuring it. Also, is this a JV that you would be willing to um, do multiple properties with? So again, when we're like structuring, when we were at the beginning and structuring our JV, ours was that we required money but no real input or on another JV, we needed the ability to become commercially mortgageable quicker. So we were looking for somebody that had experience in property already so that we could tap into utilizing that so that we became commercially mortgaged from day one, which is exactly what we did. Then it got us into the commercial lenders. They were willing to then lend to us because we were teaming up with somebody that had already got experience in the industry. Now these people were just financial JV partners. We didn't have any um, you know, correlation with them on site or anything like that. We managed the projects. I brought the projects to fruition, managed to refinance everything. But it was a match made in heaven for us because I wanted somebody with experience, somebody with money, and then that's it. And then I just managed everything else. But they were the same as us. They wanted a long-term hold strategy. So I wanted to build up the business, keep recycling the money and utilizing it. And then we were able to do multiple projects that were all gonna be long-term hold. We also had a different JV partner for some flip projects that we did at the beginning. So when we were looking for somebody that had the funds um, that we were just gonna do the project and then pay each other off and then we would go our separate ways. So, again, that was a different JV partner because some were looking for long term hold strategy and cash flow income, and then some were looking for a quick injection of a capital return. So, again, know what their outcome is because if they want a long term strategy, they want bigger percentages. You know, these are all the things that you want to think about when structuring a JV partnership because. Guarantee down in year one, year two, you know, what is the outcome for both parties and make sure that you have this in mind right at the very beginning. Don't just get run away with the fact that they've got the money that you need for a deal. Don't rush into it either. And how are you going to structure the deal and everything? So, really, really good um, way of doing a deal with none of your own money, no money down, but none of your own money. So, if they are going to put all the money in as a JV partner, that's a really good way. Now, the next way which is quite similar in some respects is investor funds. So you can work with investor finance for your deals. Now they could be like basically, and essentially they're giving you a loan for a fixed term that you agree. So say for example, you need 100,000 pounds for 12 months, up to 12 months, they lend you the money and they agree a certain percentage with you that they would be happy to receive in return for lending you the money. So most of the time you could have an investor that is just like, yep, yeah, angel investor finance they just give you the money and then you do everything it's it's you manage the project etc keeping them in the loop and then at the end of the 12 months or earlier in a lot of cases you pay them the money back with their percentage on top if that's what you've agreed in that deal and then they walk away a happy investor and in fact a lot of the time with us they just reinvest because we've done a really nice transaction they've made some money now those types of investors are people that want to invest and make a better return out of their money because the bank's you know, crazy right now with the interest and it's essentially losing money while it's sat in there. But uh, that's just my opinion. And uh, basically they want to make a better return on their money, but they don't have either the time to deal with investing in property or maybe they don't have the knowledge or they simply just don't want to. They're not not bothered. Or some of the investors that we work with have done property. But they just can't be bothered with it anymore. So they've got a nice little asset, you know, good few properties. you talking about in investors? Yeah, investor finance. Yeah, investors. So a good few properties in the background. And now they're like, well, hey, I don't want to invest or deal with all that stuff myself, but I've got a chunk of money in the bank, so make it work harder for me. So there's lots of different ways.
0: People just want to park their money somewhere yeah. that's not the bank, that they know is safe and secure. That's why people in the real life try following the principles that we teach what they actually do is build themselves a framework where they can say, "Hey, look, this is what's happening," and and ha- this is what real life's all about: being real, putting putting yourself out there. Any of you can go back and watch across all the social media channels. We had documented our journey from the very beginning, where we yes. had nothing, we knew nothing, we didn't even that was nothing. so funny. Didn't have any idea what I was doing. Still don't. But, <laughs> but hey, look, it's all documented on how we figure it out and how we get to the next step. Yeah, and this is what investors want to see. You know, yeah, there's, there's great things like, yeah, refinance, yeah, pay my investor back. But I'm telling you now, things go wrong. That's why we teach and we teach a very experiential way. It's not just a theory. You need the steps a theory. But at the same time, you need to understand how you deal with something when something's not going the way, the ideal way, because it's not always ideal. Yeah, but it still remains simple. It still remains easy. Because the only thing that doesn't make it easy is the complications of your thoughts and your emotions again, and that's something how we teach on how to overcome that. And the tribe as well is there to support everybody. But like investor people, they just want to park their money. Like we have investor that just wants to park his money, and you know, he knows he could, you know, go and probably get a JV somewhere else or with someone else. Maybe he does want to do that, but that is more commitment for the people because they might want to set up a limited company or an SPV or something like that so it's, it's probably a little bit more hassle for them so if they're investing with people who they trust and people where they can see results and then and then they, they would do that but then there's another question of well how do I do it if I haven't got any results and it's my first one then you might want to consider joint venturing because then there's more skin in this game from both of you and the results are more like oh it's not just a one-time thing invest the money and money out it's like hey look we're building something together here we're going to and do don't one. be
1: greedy especially if you're at the beginning of your journey be willing to give more away so be willing to give more to get more Because like Mark said, if if you do feel that that is a bit of feedback that you're getting, like, oh, you know, I want a bit more percentage at this point because you're, you know, not experienced, you don't have the portfolio yet, but I do respect that you have got some great deals here and whatever, then yeah, be willing to give more away. I would rather have like 20, 30, 40, 50, 60% of something than 100% of nothing. That's just how our theory works and enabled us to grow much faster because we were able to do multiple deals. I think we talked about time. that
0: before, where yeah. we, where we said, Hey, look, I'd be willing to go into a project for free. You know, if it gave me the experience and gave me what I needed to do it, to learn, I would do it for free. Not that you have to. I'm just saying I'm willing to, I'm open to so I'll do it for 10%, 20%, 20%, 30%, up to 50%, you know, to do that. But that's gonna come down to your negotiation skills and that's another thing that we teach. But what the main thing here is are the strategies so you can get your first deal without having to invest your own money. Not that that's a good or a bad thing. It's just a thing where you can scale. Yeah. So if you have some money and you want to invest it for your first property and all the rest of it, that's fine. But if you want to scale and you want you know big, massive passive income and run it as a business. And then you've got to be able to use other people's money. You've got to be able to figure out how to use other people's and money. And
1: also, one point, actually, I want to go back to, because joint venture and investor finance is really good as well, because we were talking about as well as the money leveraging of the people's experience and things like that. If you've got bad credit and things like that, and you think, oh, my God, I can't get mortgages or anything because I've got CCJs or I've just got bad history of credit... The first thing, just because it's a bit off-piece, but it also does tie in with this, then you can also utilize your investor, again, if this is one of your specifications with who you're looking to work with, of using their credit to be able to get mortgages and things like that, so that you can start building up your um, credit file again. So like first of all is obviously sort out whatever it was that was wrong in the first place. Make sure that any bad credit is satisfied because a lender will always wanna see that. But commercial lending being unregulated is a lot more, okay people have pasts, what happened in the background, how did you sort that out, is it satisfied, is it unsatisfied, so there are a lot of things like that that they'll want to look at, but equally, if it is bad credit and things like that, you can do joint ventures and therefore you're utilising their good credit and their money as well. Okay,
0: good, so hey, listen, you don't understand enough about that now, we do other videos and other things, just go and subscribe to the Real Life Wealth Creation YouTube channel, there's loads more there, but let's go into some other things, so look, to get your first deal that you've got to do with your own money, you actually got to find a deal, right? So you need to find a deal and be able to package it up and know all of the exits. Yeah. So you've got to have a deal to know the exits. Now, if you can have three exits on a deal, especially if all those exits are where like, the initial money that gets invested in is out, that's gold. That's yeah. gold. I'm not saying having a great deal is, is the be-all and end-all. Yes, it's a part of it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it just needs to work. Mm-hmm. And it just needs to work. And people who invest in those deals, whether it's a JV or an investor, like investor finance for a fixed return, they're going to have different thresholds of what's a good deal for them or what is a risk threshold for them. And that's why sometimes you can pay, you can pay a fixed return of 5%, 8%, 10%, 12%, 15%. I think the highest we pay is 20%, right? Yeah. Yeah, but we're not
1: FCA regulated, so obviously do your own checks. Yeah, I mean, all of that stuff. <laughs> like, to I'm, just to saying, I'm
0: just saying, like, where you're paying more percentage is because it might be more of a risk, yeah. or like... Um...
1: Or it might work.
0: Yeah, I mean, might work. Not, well, obviously it does that. work, or, you wouldn't, or we wouldn't do it, but what I'm saying is, it's just that, uh, I'm saying that when people invest in these deals, so when you're finding a great deal for yourself, it's depending on who invests in it, it's going to depend on what their risk threshold is what their appetite is to work in either a hmo they might know yeah. that or whether they invest in a development which is more risky so the percentages vary based on around that but at the same time you've got to be willing to share the wealth because how many times i've seen in business because my background is business and that's why We just use the principles that we've used to create multi-million pound organizations in various other industries into property. Because when you run property as a business, that's where I think it's really the fun. If you just do it as a hobby, it's quite a lot of work and maintaining. Um, It's like like going to the gym. You just only do enough work to feel sore. You don't actually go and do it. But if you sustain it as a business, the thing with the gym, you have to keep going. The thing with the business, you can set it up. If you set it up in such a great way, then it can run itself. Um, And if anybody does know how to go to the gym just a few times and set a system where you don't need to go anymore, please do let me know. I'll be interested in that. If you can systemize going to the gym, that's great. Uh, What's next? The next thing is when you got the deals is having the ability to take the money out. What does this even mean? So what it means is let's say simply you're doing a flip. So you buy it for 100, you spend 50 on it, and you sell it for 200 then obviously all the money's out and there's 50k profit. Yeah. yeah, So that's a money in, money out deal, right? So if you're uh, holding onto it, so you want to rent it out, then there's various different ways. Let's say it's just a HMO. You might want to um, convert it, add value to it, to so much so you can refinance it. So you, you buy it for 100, you spend 50 on it, you refinance it for 250. And then you're going to get advanced 75% of this 250, which pays off all of that. You see, this is how that you attract people and you get yourself in a position where you can do your deal with none of your own money. Because all of these strategies that we're discussing right now, I mean, all of them, some of them, combination of one or two, combination of a few is going to put you in a position so you can do this. Like you can do this. I'm not saying you are going to do it. But the reality is you can do this, Like everybody can do this. Everybody can do a deal with none of their own money because there's always someone out there with money that's looking for someone like you with your skills, even if they're limited right now. But again, subscribe, watch the videos, start getting involved, start networking, start coming to real life events and you'll realize that it's very easy for you to acquire the skills the knowledge, connect with people, learn from people, build teams. Like, join up with people, network with people who have, like, some people who are not so great with numbers, find someone who is great with the numbers. And then they're probably, you know, not so good at going out talking to people because they're good with numbers. So, and you might be good at talking to people or vice versa or whatever. There's always going to be something you can bring to the table. We got, we got awesome guy. In fact, he's one of our top coaches as well. That he is amazing at bring like, setting up what I like to call passive deal structures, meaning you, structure the deal in such a way that it becomes passive for you because you are the one that brings the skill of bringing everybody together the right tradesmen the right teams the right project managers the right people who can finance it and all that and then uh, everything else is just easy yeah another way to do this is uh what is known as a lease option deal now people are like yeah my strategy is lease option i mean that that's great and people think, oh, I'm going to offer everyone a lease option deal because I can, you know, go into with just a contract, and someone can buy a house or a panel with can exchange a contract on a. Pair. Just to give you
1: an idea, just if you don't know what a lease option is, is it's a really good way of being able to help. So, for example, in a lease option scenario, somebody may be in negative equity in their current property, and they need to sell it um, at a given price, but it's the market just doesn't. Oversee that price right now. Like, say they need to sell it for one hundred and fifty thousand because that's what they owe, but it's only worth one hundred and thirty thousand. Now that means that a lease option could be beneficial for them because you can take over the property by putting a lease option in place, and that means that you agree to buy the property at a later date, say three, five, whatever years later, at a certain price. So you may be able to understand and negotiate with the owner, that you will buy it for 150,000, but in three or five or 10 years time. Now what it means to him, and why this is a good thing, is that he can walk away, straight away, you can take over ownership of the property through the lease option, which means that you're leasing it in the interim, and then you're gonna take over it as ownership at the end, should you choose to, and you do a, uh, it needs to like exchange like a pound, the legal agreement to make it legal, But it means he can walk away. You're going to service the mortgage payments that they currently have. So again, if they're in negative equity, you have to work that out in the deal and how that works. And you will take over everything so that they don't have to struggle with the mortgage repayments, things like that. You're going to add value to the property because we always want to add value and force the appreciation of the asset. And in that time, you've added value to it. You've already made it worth more than what it would have been to buy it even in five years time because you've added and forced the appreciation there and then. And then you can enjoy some rental income on the property until you take over the ownership at the end of the lease option. That's basically what it is.
0: Good, oh good.
1: Just giving you an idea because some people are like, what is that? I don't know what it is. But it is really good. Or somebody could have a property that they owned with their partner and say they've split up and they need to sell it because obviously they want to split it and move on. Well, again, if they're struggling to sell it, then it can be another option that you can do. If it's in a really bad condition and it's unmortgageable or something, you can take it over on a lease option, add the value to the property and then take it over later on.
0: Yeah, um, Yeah. So that's a great explanation. And then... But one thing you've got to look out for is everybody then thinks, well, that's such a great thing, so I'm just going to offer everybody that. And then, and then they get disappointed why, you know, oh, get rejected. and You set yourself up to fail, really. Because really, this is just a creative strategy that will fit a situation where somebody is in the position where this is beneficial to them. Yeah. Like what Trish is saying, like if they need to sell the house, the money, the repossession or something like that, and you can take over and service this, and, and, and turn it from a failing property into a functioning property, but you don't have to own it yet, you can run it for five years, ten years, whatever you negotiate with the option to buy it later, then that is where uh, someone would, would take you up on it or at least start to consider it. Because the powerful thing is, that is a really good strategy for someone who is in need. And it's such a wonderful, because some people might think, oh, wow, you know, you, you, someone's in a vulnerable position and you take advantage of them. What's the, what's the alternative? That they're going to lose the property altogether?
1: Absolutely. And, and, is, and if they're in negative equity, nobody is going to pay you know, £20,000 more than it's currently worth in the market. It's just not going to work like that. Yes, later on, it will be worth more, and it will be worth more quicker because you're going to spend money to improve the property's current position in the market but right now it simply isn't worth what they need you to pay for it for them to leave their mortgage so therefore you're servicing the mortgage until a point where it will be worth that in the meantime you're adding value to the appreciating asset as well yeah win-win this happens all
0: the times in stock trading and other businesses and share options for people to have in businesses and things like that so it happens all the time but just because Again, it's an unknown, and, and because it's, because it's like an unknown, it's one. But then because it is part of property, and everybody knows property, because uh, I'm sure pretty much most people live in a property of some shape or form. Most people, most people, not everybody, but most people. yeah. Um, but, but then, oh, I don't need to know about stock trading or share options in a business or structuring you know, group companies or anything like that. So then they just dismiss it completely. Mm-hmm. But now because it's to do with housing, it's like, oh, it's no, it doesn't work. Oh, it's this way, it's that way. You know who cares what there's no one size
1: fits all I don't think I think every situation is different and unique to the person that you're buying it from
0: well I'll tell you what we decided we just had an amazing three-day event in uh, Belgium where it was very hot there was some problem with the air conditioning and the the amazingness of the people to push through some people were dripping wet yeah, and, and the amazingness of these people, the courage of these people to just be present and continue to learn and stay and push through that barrier just goes to show that there are people out there who are committed and are looking for things to go right, are, are looking for the good things. Because, and the reason I explain this to you is because there is um, people out there that's always looking for something to go wrong. And it might be you watching this video thinking, oh, J.B. Bonner, nobody does this, that's a lie, this is that, blah, blah, blah. blah. Don't believe, I told you at the beginning, don't believe anything I say, and definitely don't believe what Trisha says. But the thing is, if you are looking for stuff to go wrong, guess what's going to happen? It's all going to go wrong. But it's all going to go wrong anyway. Yeah? So you better be making sure you're looking for things to go right, because if you're looking for things to go wrong, when they go wrong, you're like, see? See? And that confirms it. Yeah? That confirms it. But if you are looking for the things to go right and you're looking for the opportunity and you're looking for people to uh, help you and support you and everything's going great, then when things go wrong, you can at least be like, oh, wow, so how do I make it go right now? How do I turn this corner? How do I turn that? But Again, it's a mindset that you need to build, but it's a, it's a muscle that you can practice using. But hey, look, it's been amazing. I uh, hope he's giving you what it is you need. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on uh, Instagram.
1: On YouTube, we are um, Real, Real life, life World
0: Creation. creation. Insta, at Real Life, life Group. You have to do it together. It's okay. mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, she just likes to go. And she hasn't yeah, spoken for a second, so she's just like starting to shake. So. You know it's true. So, um, listen, don't forget, come deal with me, because we're going to be opening applications very soon. It's quite a uh, complex process that we're setting up. But only our end. On your end, it's going to be really simple. You're going to apply for come deal with me, and then you're going to be going through the process of whatever it is that we ask you to do. It's a little bit of a secret right now, but it's going to be great fun. And the winner, the winner is going to get the whole process. We're going to work with you. We're going to build your team. We're going to take you through all the problems. Show you how easy they are to turn around when you just stay calm and centered, regardless of what, no matter what happens. And no matter what's happening in the market, the economy, ha- how, if we need to get a second deal to make sure that the first deal uh, and the second deal both come to a win, we're going to do whatever it takes. And we're going to show you whatever it takes to be able to take you through the whole thing, baby, through the whole thing. And you know what? We're going to start it soon. Because I know in this industry, especially this trading industry, especially in property, people start copying each other. Yeah? Yeah, you know who you are. You watch my videos and you start copying what I say and you watch Trisha's videos and you copy what they say and you start copying us. I get that. So uh, come deal with me as a real life thing, real life, wealth creation, real life group that we came up with. We're going to take someone through the whole process. We're going to document it. It's going to be online. It's going to be on TV. It's going to be everywhere. Why? Because it's the real deal. It's the real deal. I'm going to show you the truth. I'm going to show you everything that happens. We've got nothing to hide. What goes right? What goes wrong? You know, the ups the downs the sideways. And I'll show you how to stay calm and centered no matter what happens, even when you think it's gone wrong and it's the end, because there are countless people in our tribe right now that we already assisted and took people through because they're a part of the tribe. So it's been
1: amazing. Do you have anything else to say, Trisha? Thank you for all the interactions. Keep sharing, even, even though it's now the end. Watch from the beginning. It's never the end. It's never the this is the beginning. Do
0: the right thing for the right reasons. See you soon.